Hey friends, Lisa here. In this week's episode, I'm actually going to kind of piggyback off of last week's episode when we talked about creating your vision. This is kind of my take on goal setting or manifestation or intention setting, um, kind of all wrapped into one in a way that feels a lot more flowy, a lot less forced, and a lot more fun. So if you missed last week's episode, I highly encourage you to check that one out because this week we are going to be piggybacking on that and kind of diving into a new concept that a few of you guys have reached out to me about. And that is what if you're having a hard time grasping and really feeling into your new vision? What if it feels unattainable? What if, for example, right now you're making $1,200 a month and you really want to be making 10? It feels really difficult to even imagine what your day would look like to live into it. And so that is where the thought ladder comes in. So I'm so excited to introduce you guys to this concept. Welcome to the Intentional Morning Podcast, a learn along with me show for women who are ready to take consistent action to design creative lives and become the happiest, most fully expressed version of themselves. A place where we don't believe in fixing ourselves, instead we create ourselves. I'm your host, Lisa Meekum, and I am obsessed with exploring how to live effervescently and with more intention. Each week, I'll be sharing feel-good stories, actionable takeaways, and timeless wisdom on how to elevate the quality of your everyday and have some more fun along the way. Now let's dive into today's episode. The thought ladder is really my go-to whenever I'm feeling any kind of emotion that doesn't feel good in my body. It is such an incredible resource, especially to introduce to kids so that that way they can fully identify and be aware of their own emotions and how to work through them, how to feel things instead of, you know, perform and feel like they need to, you know, feel guilty or bad or not articulate and shut down. But it's just such a useful tool just in identifying our own emotions, because I'm going to tangent here for just a second, but it feels like so often, even as adults, we are not aware of any of the emotions that we're actively feeling. And I mean, how can we create intentionally and how can we build really thoughtful lives when we're not even aware of what's going on inside our our minds and our lives right now? And so I highly like, oh my gosh, one of my journaling practices that I do every day is I ask myself, how am I feeling right now? And have it be one word, just one word, and then go from there. But end of tangent, let's get back on back on track with our thought ladder. So basically, a thought ladder is a hierarchy of emotions and that go from the most like lowest vibrational emotions, the ones that make you feel absolutely terrible, all the way up to the highest vibrational emotions, ones that make you feel really elated and energetic and joyful and all that good stuff. And it can be really difficult if we're feeling a really low emotion, if we're feeling insecure or guilt or grief or powerlessness to go all the way up to feeling hopeful, let's say. That can be a really big jump that feels not accurate. And so you might, for example, wake up and roll out of bed and have a really terrible morning and it can be really hard. It doesn't matter how many affirmations you say, it's going to be really hard to go from feeling, you know, worthiness to love and appreciation. 
That's a really big jump that your brain just cannot get on board with. And so the thought ladder is a process that helps you kind of get back on track and it helps you take those steps up in the right direction. And it's, I'm going to show you how to use it and how beneficial it can be in this episode. And so basically in our emotions, the number one is going to be bliss, joy, freedom, love, appreciation, followed by enthusiasm, hopefulness, and contentment, then being frustrated, boredom, pessimism, irritation, followed by blame, discouragement, worried, doubtful, or disappointed, and then angry, jealousy, revenge, and then last, insecurity, guilt, fear, grief, and victimhood. And I list these off just because it can be really helpful to kind of have a full, a full scale. Now, a lot of people might say, well, why is, you know, angry is not better than being a victim. And I would disagree. I feel, I feel like I've gotten very good in my own personal life at getting to the point of being angry instead of feeling powerless or feeling like a victim or, you know, feeling guilty. And that is because you can make action, you can take steps and you can move from a place of anger. Anger can be a motivating emotion. Whereas, you know, feeling guilt or unworthy is very, it's very difficult to make any moves based on that. You just kind of want to go to bed and give up on the day. And so as soon as you can get yourself to being like frustrated and angry, if you're feeling any of those worse emotions, better for you. (laughs) And so what it's going to look like to work up the thought ladder might be that you wake up in the morning and you're really frustrated. You don't like your job. You don't want to get to work. The commute sucks. You don't like your coworkers, all these things, right? It's going to be very difficult to jump up the thought ladder to enthusiasm and be happy and optimistic about your day. And so it, you know, again, it's going to be really tricky to go through affirmations and meditations to feel that level of enthusiasm when you're feeling these intense, low emotions. And so you might start thinking, oh, well, you know, my job really sucks. I really hate it. It makes me really freaking angry. I'm so disappointed in my boss because I feel like I could do better. I'm so much more creative. I'm more driven than he's giving me credit for. But see what we're doing here? We're moving up the thought ladder from anger. Now we're into discouragement and blame, which is higher on the thought ladder than powerlessness and feeling like a victim to your job. From there, we can start thinking thoughts like, I'm just so irritated. I'm so overwhelmed with this job. What am I going to do from here? And do you see now where we're almost to a middle kind of a neutral position on the thought ladder instead of feeling totally powerless. Now we're actually coming up with solutions and we're doing it in an organic way where we're not feeling like we're jumping. We're not beating ourselves up for feeling bad. We're really taking these steps up the thought ladder to a better emotion. 
And so then we might on our commute, say we're on a train or something, then we might start pulling up other jobs and we might start seeing that, you know, hey, maybe I could go back to school. Maybe we start feeling just a little bit hopeful. Maybe from there we start looking at, well, you know, it would be really scary to leave my job because I do like this aspect, which, you know, might might serve you. It might not, depending on a lot of other circumstances, but that does lead us into more of a contentment feeling and a little bit more of a hopeful feeling instead of all these negative emotions that now we've processed and we've worked through as our morning has progressed. And before you know it, maybe you're coming up with new ideas. Maybe you're thinking, do you know what? Maybe it's not my job that's so bad. Maybe it's that I'm not doing outside things that are filling me up. Maybe I could take salsa classes after work, or maybe you find a job that you apply for or that you start getting excited to rebuild your resume around. And at this point, you are starting to actually feel a little bit more optimism, a little bit more passion and enthusiasm. And as your day progresses from enthusiasm, then you can start working with your affirmations. Then you can start meditating on visualizing this new, this new world that you're creating for yourself. And this is how the thought letter works. And it works in so many different ways, um, in so many different circumstances, and is a really beneficial tool to fall back on, especially when you're feeling kind of stuck in those low vibe moments. Because I don't know about you, it it shows up in two different ways for me. Either I am in a really terrible mood and it feels really difficult to jump all the way up to a positive emotion because it's just not believable. I haven't processed those thoughts in my body. Or it can feel like, like I'm kind of faking it. And if you're faking and forcing an emotion, then you're not going to be feeling it right. And it's not going to ring true. And it it can lead to just more frustration and burnout. And so in using the thought ladder is, is a really excellent way to address it and navigate your feelings in a very real way. The other thing that I really love about using the thought ladder when you're processing tough, big emotions or even just negative stories in your head is that it's a really excellent process and strategy so that you can uncover the crazy stories that you're telling yourself. Because all of us have crazy stories going on in our brain that dictate how we perceive just the world around us and everything that that we create and everything that we experience. And in using the thought ladder, it really helps us to dissect those emotions and really see what's actually true. Because so often these negative emotions are based in an, something that we perceive as absolute when in fact it is a misguided opinion that we have just told ourselves over and over again to the point that we perceive it as fact. So for example, um, if your thought, the, the feeling that you want to have is that you are good at managing your money. I know this is something that a lot of women struggle with, with this thought. That's the idea that you want to have. This is part of your vision is that you want to be really good at managing your money. But right now you're constantly telling yourself how bad you are with money. It can be really difficult to just jump from one to the other. 
when you don't actually have a lot of evidence of how you're good with money because you have so many past stories of your past self with all these examples of how you made a, you know, an irresponsible decision with your finances. And so maybe instead of telling yourself, I'm bad with money, I'm bad with money over and over again throughout the day, how about you replace it with the thought, I don't yet know how to manage my money, but I could learn. Because this still feels real in our brain. It's still absolutely possible. It's not as absolute. It doesn't ring as a fact, but it is It is true. And it's something that you can grasp and get on board with, that you're learning how to manage your money. And then from there, then your next thought could be, as I learn more about money management, it becomes easier to practice this skill. And from here, we can take action. Here, we're feeling hope, whereas when we started, we were feeling like a victim and powerless. And so in learning more about how to manage your finances, then maybe you download a book on Audible or you pull up a YouTube video or, you know, you make a little checklist of here's some things that I would like to learn more about and then look at them later. Any small step is still a step in the right direction. And then from here, you can start thinking thoughts like, As I practice this regularly, I'm getting better at managing my money. And see, from here, you're now feeling more confident. You're feeling much more hopeful. Your your emotions are getting in a much more positive space than where we started, which was telling yourself, I'm bad at money. And then before you know it, then you're able to think the thought, you know, I am good at managing my money. Do you see how this works? Another example is let's talk about your body image. This is another one that a lot of women struggle with. And so if right now your current thought is, I hate the way my body looks, but in your vision, as you are creating your vision, it's that you want to feel really good about your body. That's a really big jump. And there's a lot of, as my father-in-law says, mental monsters to overcome as you're working through this process. But Using the thought ladder makes it totally possible that you could really work through in a much shorter amount of time. It really gives you the steps. So for example, if your current thought is, I hate the way my body looks, and that is, that is just like a, such a low vibe thought. It's really difficult to move forward from that place. Then what if your next thought, instead of telling yourself that all the time, what if you replaced it with it's possible that I'm being hard on myself about this and I'm open to seeing this differently. If you even just open the doors to, you know what? I, I'm willing to see this different. It's amazing what can come in and how your brain can process it. From here, you can start thinking, you know what? There are some things that I like about my body. I see things that I can accept about my body and really start giving those more attention. Even if it's, you know, I love the color of my eyes. I, you know, I'm having a great hair day. I, you know, but these kinds of things are positive. Let's focus on these. And here now we are at a place of hopefulness. Now your next thought is accentuating these things about your body to make you feel better about yourself. And the more you spend more time 
focusing on and giving yourself attention on the things that you do like, then your goal thought of, I feel really good about my body suddenly becomes so much more attainable and natural and your brain can get on board with it, which then helps to create more clarity and help you move towards the vision that we created together in our last episode. And so I really hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that you know, I didn't ramble too much and made this make sense because it is such a useful tool in, you know, helping to regulate and navigate those hard emotions and really kind of, kind of get you going in those moments where it's really hard. And so really thank you so much for listening. I know that there's a ton of podcasts out there and I'm just so grateful that you're here. And I really hope that this was beneficial for you. So until next week, cheers. Thank you so much for listening. I know there's a ton of podcasts out there and I'm just so grateful to you for taking the time to join me and create a more intentional morning. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating or review. Also, don't forget to get your hands on my free download, eight quick and easy intentional morning rituals. It's my gift to you to elevate the everyday. So be sure to snag that in the show notes. In the meantime, I can't wait to see you next week. Take care.